everybody. It's another week. It's another week. What? what? It's another week. It's another week. It is another week. We are here, literally coming to you from a city that is not our own, enjoying this lovely vacation. Right. This getaway. Yes. This time. Much needed. Much needed. Mm-hmm. Time away. Yeah. And I gotta say, I have thoroughly enjoyed myself. I have too. Absolutely, positively, like on all levels. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Well, I was gonna say it to everybody the week, but we literally have spent the entire week. Together. We've spent the week together. Mm-hmm. So, basically, Carl came back off the road. He's off for a whole week, and I decided Hallelujah. that I wanted to enjoy some time with my best friend and he needed a break so <laughs> here we are like, it's so, like i'm so old not that I, I you just needed mean, a break i, I mean like shit I, I, hey i'm insanely grateful I'm right insanely i mean grateful. i'm grateful too mm-hmm. so you this know it is what it, wonderful. it is well tell them what you did tell them what the surprise was i mean the surprise was a trip to vegas so we're here and Y'all. we stayed in a in a beautiful suite in the Aria, mm-hmm. and we just relaxed yes. a lot. We yes. ate some really good food. Um, we had work yes. to do, mm-hmm. so it wasn't all play. Okay. <laughs> um, obviously, we're doing the podcast Literally, as right well. now as we speak, we're working. And um, we went to, I'm going to let you tell them where we went tonight. Well, you take the dinner. Mm-hmm. Right. So we had a business dinner and um, we went to the top of the world restaurant at the top of the stratosphere. First of all, the food is amazing. It is, yes. you know, it's like a $50 a plate um, restaurant if you are ever in Las Vegas and you want to experience it. Minimum. Um, and that's not That's included. the minimum. Right. That's, the, that's... that's the bottom. That's I had pasta. So and it was $50. <laughs> okay. Um, however, it was great. And they actually are, um, it's a steak restaurant. It's a steakhouse, but everything is like, you know, sold separately. A la carte. And, uh, they actually are very good with customization. So me and Carl were able to like customize the, some of the dishes that they had there in order to fit our, to to fit dietary needs. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Actually really um, cool. The drinks were amazing there. Yes. Cause I had a, uh, a mock mojito. A version. There you go. Yeah. Mojito. And it was really good. The only thing it was missing was the vodka. Um, and I had a lemon drop, but they had that orange was good. in there as well. It was delicious. Very sweet, but it was good. It was delicious. I actually almost finished the whole thing. Um, so, yeah, that was. And then, you know, you're like obviously at the top of the stratosphere and you get to see the entire strip in Las Vegas and the restaurant rotates yes. every hour. Mm-hmm. So um, it was dope. It was really it was dope. Really and cool. of course, me and Carl had our emotional moments and talked. And this one, yeah, she got was, messed up. It was just good. We had a good time. So tell them about what we did after. So uh, when we got in, we got a chance to see one of my colleagues that I used to work with who no longer uh, a part of my team. And we got to also see uh, Trina's 
family member. My sister. Yes. Which was really cool. And they were ranting and raving about this place. Trina had already looked it up, but I said I didn't want to look it up. I just wanted to go on blind. But we went to this place called Area 15. It is one of the coolest things I have ever done in my life. Like, it was so amazing, you guys. And anybody who who knows me, y'all know I like me some Daft Punk. And what are the chances of us walking in to this place and the first songs that they're playing was Daft Punk? Mm -hmm. It was super cool. I was actually super, super into it, super stoked. They have these great experiences. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Right, but basically it's like an art installation. Plus activities. Kind of of a museum thing, but it has a lot of activities that you can do too. And And they have bars, restaurants. mm -hmm. And I had never done this one thing that Trina talked me into doing. So we end up racing and I end up winning. So that was a lot of fun. I'm I'm not going to ruin it. No, you can tell them what we did. We did this. It's like hang gliding, but sliding. It's a mixture of how they describe it is a mixture of parasailing, hang gliding, and um, uh, go-kart racing. Okay, there you go. Yep. In the air. So you basically are hanging from the ceiling and you race each other uh, around the entire facility. It's dope. track was pretty cool, too, because you had that dip. My track yeah. was crazy and I got scared. <laughs> That's why I slowed yeah. down and then I didn't see you. So I was like, okay, are we going fast or are we going slow? And then out of nowhere, I hear Carl, ha ha, sucker, <laughs> like passing me. <laughs> Dipshit. Oh, it was funny. It was it fun was, though. Was really we had fun. lots of fun. Lots of good food. Um, Carl's family happened to be here at the same I time. So we got to spend time yeah. with them. And it was just dope. We just this was a this was a, a good trip really overall. Was. And then like I said, we got some work done too. Yeah. So And we I had mean, some amazing experiences. It was that conversation we had with that woman at the Yes. We had listen guys, seriously, this whole trip. We have just been having these random moments where we are having these interactions with people and it just is like amazing. Like, like they're speaking wonderful things into our lives. We're able to speak wonderful things into their lives. And it's like, you know, when you meet people and you feel like you've known them forever, those, those type of experiences. And it's been great. Like, I mean, we just blessings on blessings on blessings. So great. But yes, so it's been a you. great week. I am so, so grateful and appreciative oh, of this of trip. Course. It has been much needed and wonderful. So thank you so much. Love you. I love you too. <laughs> we ain't going to cry again. We got that out at, at dinner. Yeah, we got that mm-hmm. out. So we have, speaking of getting that out, we would like for you to get out your wallet. <laughs> and um, we have Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Patreon. And I mean, right. That was so churchy. It really was. Speaking of, get out your wallets. Um, So we have Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash Breaking Hollywood. And yeah, there's different tiers for different content. And we have a lot of content about to go on there. Oh my God. So you better go in, subscribe, pick your level. And uh, we'll get to it. Also, um, we have a YouTube. Yes, and we've been telling y'all for a while that this YouTube stuff is about to be lit. The experience that we had tonight, that stuff is going to be going on YouTube. 
the people who are already asking us, walking up to us out of nowhere. Like, hey, can I get y'all a YouTube page from the stuff that we're filming? So for those of you. Listen, Carl got approached today. <laughs> Speaking Listen, of YouTube, no. Carl got approached today by a girl. She and was sexy. She was, she was a cute. She was, no, she I, was sexy and thick. She was, I believe. However, she was maybe like 22. So She was young. Well, she was legal enough to be able to drink. So not my age, obviously, as That's we all know. That's all that matters. But she was um, But she ran beautiful. up over and she was like, she tapped me and she was like, oh my God, is he a YouTuber? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, girl, he is. And she was like, oh my God, oh my can I follow you? Like, where is your, what is your page? Like what? Like what? That was, uh, I'm not going to lie. That felt good. It really did. To see, uh, I was like, oh, oh Carl, I'm just playing, <laughs> but um, yeah, so YouTube, so go like, comment, subscribe, yes, turn on your post notifications because we will have some stuff coming to you shortly. Yes. We're just getting a few things together, it will be no later than May, I promise. We just getting a few things together, you know, mm-hmm. we had us a, a, a photo shoot, and um, we're yes. trying to get you know the website together and all kind of stuff we just want y'all to see the professional right and this stuff takes time and along with the schedules it's just crazy perfection well we're not going for perfection we're going for true professionalism Professionalism. and great experiences stuff that's you know we want to share that's going to be impactful and fun Oh. All of the above. So that's that on that. We're going to move in because we got a lot of stuff we to do. cover. And um, and I'm tired. So <laughs> let's just move on to the next segment. And y'all know what it is. It's y'all favorite segment, your mama's favorite segment, your auntie's favorite segment. And it's what, what, what? It's tea time. Sip, sip. We are in your mama's favorite segment, (laughs) Tea Time. This is pop culture segment where I go over what has been happening in entertainment lately. And y'all, we got some stuff going on. I'm going to try to go as fast as I can. Boom. First, in Hood News. This week, Hood News goes to Little Nas X. And it's only because... I honestly feel like he is trolling everyone just to get them numbers up, okay? Obviously, he has gone back and forth with numerous people on Twitter in regards to not only his new video, Montero, where we see him giving Satan a steamy lap dance, (laughs) but he also is getting a lot of backlash on social media after releasing some satan shoes that have one drop of human blood in them but i want to actually dive a little deeper into this um so that y'all know what's going on but that is the hood part because uh he has been trolling and going off on people on twitter and giving his responses to them but Nike is suing the art collective behind the Little Nas X Satan shoes that have sparked a social media backlash, according to CNN. Okay, in a lawsuit filed Monday, Nike accuses MSCHF Product Studio, Inc. of trademark infringement over the designer's 666 pairs of modified Nike sneakers made in a collaboration with the Old Town Road singer, y'all. 
all 666 pairs sold out on Monday. Do you know how much those shoes cost? No. They were $1,000 a pop. Yes, they, yeah, I did know that. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said no. I'm tired. I was like, dang, I understand though. But yes, um, MSCHF has not responded to repeated requests for comment about the lawsuit. In its complaint, Nike asked the court to order MSCHF to permanently stop fulfilling orders for the unauthorized Lil Nas X Satan shoes. The The lawsuit notes that social media users have threatened to boycott Nike over the controversial shoots. Little Nas X is not mentioned as a party in the lawsuit. In the complaint, Nike states, in the short time since the announcement of the Satan shoes, Nike has suffered significant harm to its goodwill, including among consumers who believe that Nike is endorsing Satanism. Nike has issued statements to multiple media outlets, including CNN, to clarify it does not have a relationship with Lil Nas X or MSCHF and that Nike did not design or release these shoes and we do not endorse them. We will see what happens as the story develops. But um, yeah, they're going through it right now. And as of now, Lil Nas X is not party to any of it well, it's just thing. the two companies going back and forth i understand nike's point on that yeah as far as taking their their product and, and altering it and making money off of right it. i mean because how, how could you just feel like you can just take somebody's hard work and then you know it's different when you're paying homage to somebody right. and you know you're doing but th- you made this like this was a collab between y'all and nike honestly i thought it, they were nike i mean he they had a whole advertisement and stuff, and he had it had a Nike swoosh on it, yeah. and that's the so trademark infringement for sure. Genuinely, yeah, yeah. But um, okay, we're gonna just go on and move into the next. Uh, you, you know, with that situation though, I like some of his responses, not to the lawsuit, but to the churches who think it's more important to be focused on him, right, and that stuff, right. Then what's I really mean, going on? You know, I feel like everybody has their opinion about the video and everything. And I do understand the point of what some of the people are saying. Like a lot of people are saying a lot of kids really enjoy old town road. Mm -hmm. So they're subscribed to his YouTube. They're subscribed to a lot of stuff. And then out of nowhere, you have this type of content, which he's an, an, as an artist, as a creator has the right to do whatever it is that he feels for his brand. Right. Um, But it drops and then, you know, kids see it. And a lot of parents, you know, haven't censored him because that was a song that a lot of kids liked. So, yeah, but his last song was not pretty clean. But like he said, like he said, he said in Old Town Road, I was talking about all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault. You let your children listen to that. <laughs> so anyway, we got to move on. But um, yeah, I get I get everybody's yeah. side of it. So I don't get the church's side at, at all. I don't I don't get them talking about him in the church, but they're okay with the stuff that Donald Trump did. Like, no. Yeah, we're not we're not not going there. I get it. Okay, next. In pop culture tea time, rapper Saweetie and her ex boyfriend Quavo from the group Migos have been the talk of this week. Um, she revealed last week that she is single and has been single for a while due to infidelity. Things started getting ugly on social media with Quavo tweeted a few things on his social media about Saweetie 
um, that took the cake because her response was so unbothered. Okay. Because <laughs> his last tweet to her is, I had love for you and disappointed you. Did all that. You are not the woman I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. And all she had to say was, take care. Um, well, after that, his sister chimed in and then her aunt chimed in and it has been a mess since then, child. But here's the real tea, okay? Earlier this week, TMZ released a video of Saweetie and Quavo getting into a physical altercation in an elevator. Solange is mad. Um, in a North Hollywood apartment complex. The video shows them both standing outside the elevator and then Saweetie swings on Quavo, okay? Not once, but like tried to two-piece him. But um, Quavo dodges the punches and drops an orange Call of Duty case, which Saweetie then tries to grab. Quavo grabs it, and as they're struggling for the case, he grabs her arms and swings her into the back of the elevator wall, where she kind of slams into it and then falls. He falls down, too, but then he gets back up. Saweetie wow. lays on the ground, however, and um, Quavo's standing up. And he doesn't help her up at all. Um, eventually, the elevator doors open. There's somebody standing out there. He moves like all the suit, the, the suitcase, the case and a bag like out of the way. Mm -hmm. And then the doors close. And then eventually the doors open again. He comes out of the elevator, puts the Call of Duty bag to like keep the door open. And Sweetie uses the rail in the elevator to get herself up and then limps out of the elevator. Um, so needless to say, you never know what happens behind closed doors as relationship goals. Y'all like to holler that so quickly when you see cute couples and you have no idea what's going on. So let's use that term a little bit more loosely, shall we? The thing is, I tried my hardest to find that video. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. Oh, I'll send it to you. Like I kept seeing everybody talk about it. Yeah. I'll send but it. I could not find it. Oh, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, we gonna move on to the next subject here. Oh and I just want to, um, okay, I'm gonna just go into it. So <laughs> it's been all over social media. You know, this was last week, but since we weren't here, I still want to talk about it because we need to have our opinion on it. So, um, I love getting your perspective, Carl, when it comes to males in general and their thought process. So Derek oh, Jackson. God. Earlier, um, a couple weeks ago, okay, Tasha K broke the story that self-proclaimed relationship expert Derek Jackson cheated on his wife. If you're familiar with Derek's content, he stays preaching about healthy relationships, do's and don'ts. He gives advice to women pertaining to men and relationships, etc. Is this the woman with the beret? Yes. <laughs> Calls out um, men for cheating, yada, yada, yada. Well, this and, and tells women that they're insecure and all kind of stuff. Okay, yada, yada, yada. Well, this, um, you know, past couple of weeks, his bones were not buried deep enough. And um, he was blasted about cheating on his wife. Derek addressed the rumors, sharing that he and his wife were separated during that time. He claims that he and his wife were going through a divorce after she told him she didn't want to be with him. Derek says that from that point, he was in the screw it mode, F it mode. And I'm hitting up old chicks. 
Um, he talks about hitting up an old fling, Candace, who he met back in 2016. He shares that he and Candace have had a sexual relationship without actually having sex all these years. <laughs> Tasha K alleges he's been cheating throughout the entire marriage and recently posted a video of another woman accusing him of cheating. Two women have come forward making allegations against Derek. One woman claims they actually had a sexual relationship. And um, since then, we have learned that she is saying she is pregnant. And oh, Jesus. so and a lot of his videos where he is encouraging y'all to be, you know, wonderful women and not deal with this and that. Um, Yeah, that's that's that chick's house in the background of his video. Anyway, him and his wife was holding hands and said we're working it out and Jesus is going to help us through it. But I want to know from you. My question is because to have the audacity. Um, hearing the details of this situation, do you think it's okay to give this kind of advice without addressing your bones that you haven't buried yet? Because your business isn't out there, but you telling people not to cheat. You telling people to be, you know, this and that yet. And I'm not judging, but this is what you're doing. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, that's kind of a tough one. The reason being is I'll use this example because it happened so long ago. No, dang, that's a bad one. I'll just say this. We've had this conversation before where I don't judge somebody's personality and then don't support their art anymore. Right. That makes sense. Right. So it doesn't take away from what they're able to do. I don't know who this guy is. Just the first thing. Yeah. So the simple fact that he's telling women. I hadn't heard of him before. I just don't like the fact that he's telling women they're insecure. Yeah. I have an issue with people who are not. Because I, I said this last, last time we recorded. And when I was talking to white people, if you haven't lived the blacks experience, shut up. If you're not a woman, shut the hell up. Right. Like he shouldn't be telling a woman anything. Yeah. And I know in our culture, a lot of men, especially spiritual men, mm -hmm. and I'll just say pastors or preachers feel that it is their right to tell women how they should be and what they should do. Right. I don't agree with that. You know, I don't agree with that. So in that case, no. But if he is a, what a therapist, I don't know if he's, he's a licensed a, therapist no, or no, whatever. No, so you know, I said self-proclaimed, okay? Right. But even some people who are self-proclaimed, even some people who are self-proclaimed are still licensed to do that stuff. Yeah. They just aren't practicing in a medical way, if that makes sense. Mm. So, um, you know, everybody has their skeletons. Everybody has their flaws. Yeah. I get that. I just think it's a bit hypocritical. And again, the only reason I know about the lady beret is because of the comedian. She she was making you know uh, some funny statement about I'm gonna blow my horn and this that the other. So that's how I heard about it. Mm -hmm. I never saw her video of her you know talking about him cheating or whatever the case may be. I I hate that because I like to see black couples doing well. That's just me, right? But that's not always the case. So I mean, if if he's successful in doing that and what he's saying is really helping people then hey, but I don't think he should be telling a woman anything. He needs to be specifically focusing on males because he's a male and he knows what the male experience is. Right. That's just my opinion on that. Okay, cool. Um, last thing <laughs> in tea time because... That's <laughs> Here we go. I mean, that was that. Can we give Kanye his flowers? For being the richest black man No, I'm just history? saying, can we just give him his flowers now because I want to give... I want to take a second to recognize him for some of his well, for his accomplishments, because, okay. you know, obviously 
billionaire, right. tied for the most Grammys, uh, hip hop artist. Right. Um, you know, he he, he has done celebrate him. Yeah, I, yeah, about he it. has some. He he has done some dope things. This uh, is a great example of what I was just saying. He's a brilliant artist. Yes. He has personal issues. He has personal issues. I don't attach Separate, his personal separated. issues yeah, yeah. to his success as an artist. There you go. This is a okay, great so now we all know he has he has said some off of the wall things um, that have not been in the favor of black people, <laughs> but we can't deny that he has this little mad scientist genius vibe going on. So he's a brilliant musician. Check this out, Carl. Recently Kanye held a sun, Sunday service where he was performing and he pulled out this strange little device that was controlling the screen and his music. Um, People were intrigued by, you know, watching what he was doing and found out later that it was Kanye's, Kanye West's new Yeezy stem player. Basically, Kanye has partnered with Teenage Engineering and made a portable audio engineering device that lets you control musical levels. This device allows you to control a song's individual elements such as vocals, bass, and the drums, giving you the opportunity to remix a song right then and there. As of now, he hasn't announced um, the release date, but it is going to be on your shelf. You can be a self-proclaimed DJ now. In the palm of your hand. It's, a, it's so tiny and it has just four buttons on it. Well, four sliders. And you can like plug it in to a, any song. And That's kind of dope. Super dope. Did he actually create the device or did he have an idea about it and these people? He partnered with Teenage Engineering. Wow. Give him his flowers. Like yeah, he's doing. Dope. And that's and that even for think about like a professional DJ, how that will help. Less equipment, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't know, you know, how big it's, it's going to be, be or it whatever. It works for him because but, of how he, he does his productions and his performances. But dope. But yeah, dope, nonetheless. Give him his flowers. That's all I'm saying. Again, so. he's a, certain things he's smart with. And music is definitely it. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, that's that on that um, this week for Tea Time. Hope you guys enjoyed. We are going to move on to our next segment. And that is with our good, good friend, Carl Guy. And it's going to be Have You Seen It? What's up, everybody? And this week, we do have some stuff that we've seen because I've been able to catch up on a lot. Uh, first thing I want to go into is some news. Seeing that our country is moving towards finally being open again, there are some titles that are being released. And one of the ones I want to talk about because it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and y'all know how I feel about that. It is Black Widow. And it is going to be in theaters and Disney Plus for an extra price. Y'all know how that go. But it will be coming out July 6th. Finally, we've been waiting for it for a while. And we're going to get it because they pushed it back 17 and 11 times. It's just been ridiculous. But I am actually really excited to see it. Black Widow wasn't my favorite character. But she was one that I really did like. And I was really disappointed when, you know, she died in Endgame. Yeah. And I do want to see her origin story and kind of know how she became who she yeah. is, you know? So finally, that's going to be good to see that. However, let's dive into some of the stuff that I've been able to see. 
I want to talk about this first before I get into the films. I'm going to do a little switch up on y'all this week. We're going to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now, this show, I'm going to talk about episode one and two. So if y'all don't want to hear it, what's going on? Actually, I'm not, going to give a, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I'm going to talk about what the narration is. I applaud Marvel for tackling the black experience in a show. Okay. Because I have gotten irritated as shit watching the show. Okay. Because you see what it's like to be a black person, mm. no matter your accolades in America. Mm. Anthony Mackie's character, who is the Falcon. Right. You know, he he was he went away and you know he vanished and was snapped. So now he's back and this is after, you know, end game and everything and they're just trying to figure out where these people fit in. Right. And so there's certain things that him and his family are trying to do. Like they go to a bank and they try to get a loan, but they're denied. Right. Even though he's put his life on the line for the entire world. Yeah. Like they still are just like, yeah, well, you know, there's nothing we can do for you. But the one that really got me was the second episode. They go to a place. I'm not going to ruin this for people. Something happens that really bothers him, which is another black experience. Because America did something else to yet another black person and tried to cover it up. And upon him finding this out, he just gets enraged and he's pissed. And so he's outside arguing with Bucky, who is the winter soldier, for those of you who don't know. And in that moment, the cops come up. And I love Marvel for writing it like this, even down to like the smallest detail of when they first come up, even though Bucky has done the wrong thing, they immediately turn to Bucky and ask him, hey, is this man bothering you? Because it's two white cops. Right. And, you know, Bucky's white. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and Bucky doesn't answer. He's like, no, he's not bothering me. And so then they ask Anthony Mackie for his ID. And Anthony Mackie's like, I'm not giving him nothing. Right. I'm not giving him shit. What, what do I need to give him my ID for? You know, they tell him to calm down and stuff. Like all of it. They run it all down. And I was so irritated watching that scene. And then I sat back and thought about it. I'm like, they must have black writers on. They have to have black writers like, on. They must. Yeah. For them to be covering it in, in depth like that. Like, it's, it's really good. In this time, I find it hard just because we're already going through enough. And so watching those specific scenes make it a little tougher. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it is a really good show. It's not as action-packed as I thought it was going to be. It's only the sec- first and second episode, though. Well, so. this is the disappointing part. There's only six episodes. Oh. Uh, yeah. Because you know with WandaVision, we had nine. Even though these are longer, because these have been an hour, and they're, they're 55 minutes, and they really are 55 minutes. WandaVision was like 38, 29. You know, they were drawing that mess out. Yeah. But it's really good. I would advise you guys to watch it if you're really sensitive to the black experience right now, then don't because there's enough triggers for us right now, but it is good to see a mainstream uh, production company writing it and it being the main narrative. Yeah. So, and then there's also some really funny parts because the two of them going back and forth is hilarious and it's really good banter. However, let's jump into some of these films I've seen. One of them is serious and I want to cover, this was amazing. Murder Among the Mormons. It was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was produced by BBC, mm-hmm. which, you know, is a, a Euro- European company. Yeah. 
British, if I'm British. not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Trina. You talk about twists and turns. That is the Tiger King of the Mormon community. Oh. N- no lie, Trina. Mm. I was watching that and was blown. I never heard anything about it, mm-hmm. but was literally just like, this is crazy. This. I watched the first episode, was like, I have to continue right. on. So I ended up binging it. Like, oh. it's three episodes, it's three chapters. You're not going to believe it. Y'all, check that mess out. Yeah. I don't know how the Mormon church feels about it. <laughs> well. But it what is good. Uh, I can give you the basis of the story. There is this collector, and I didn't know this was a big thing in their community, finding their old uh, manuscripts and like their old original writings. Like the Mormon church, as these were surfacing, and they're kind of like the Catholic church in a way where they buy the stuff and they put it in their archives and they keep it for the church. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But it's, there were car bombs. It's craziness. It's craziness. Like, y'all check it out. It's on Netflix. I know they're charging a hell of a lot right now. They're trying to keep up with Disney. Okay. <laughs> but check it out because it is definitely worth a watch. And then giving Netflix some more props. Bad trip. Bad trip. My God. <laughs> that movie is hilarious. I didn't know how they're going to pull it off. But it is really funny. Trina, just watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. It is raunchy. And I, I have what I have seen on social media, though, how I've seen mixed reviews. I've seen. A lot of people say if you're not under some type of influence, it's not really that funny. That's not true. Because, you know, I'm completely sober. Well, I'm just saying that's mm-hmm. what I've seen. But I a like lot shock of people's, humor. You know. And I like prank shows, too. Yeah. So I think it's brilliant how they took a prank show and turned it into a whole story and movie. Yeah. And then at the very end, they show you, you know, when they're revealing to the people how they that it's a prank. It's so funny. And then they show some of the people that they didn't use in the movie because they didn't use everybody, but they would do the scene several times mm-hmm. with different people to see the different results, to see which one's going to be better. Listen, the gorilla scene took me out. It just, I could not stop laughing. And then the other scene, there's another scene with Tiffany Haddish goes into this restaurant. I ain't going to tell y'all what happened, but that black lady in that restaurant had me hollering. So funny. It is brilliantly done, in my opinion. If it's raunchy humor you like, definitely do it, because it's funny. And that was my week. But there's one more thing. Film and TV. However, Trina got something. Snowfall. Yes. See, y'all know I love Snowfall. I've been telling Mm -hmm. Carl to watch it forever, whatever, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, You see how that feels, though? Hmm? You see how that feels when you're really excited about something and you just want to share I with mean, your best I friend? I, okay. Uh-huh. Because I've been saying about WandaVision. Yep. Um, so far <laughs> has been renewed, though, for its fifth season. It has. Only um, three episodes in, and the show had received a 41% increase in viewership. Um, I believe that it is already at the season finale. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl. I know you keep saying it's good. I'm just saying this season, this season, they, and I don't know if it's because, you know, since John Singleton died, they just, you know, I don't know if they were trying to end it. 
mm-hmm. um but then they could they can't they couldn't i don't know it's it, whoever wrote this season though for season four Give them their flowers too. So anyway, <laughs> that that's so I wanted to, to to put that out there because hey, absolutely, um, you know we don't we don't have a lot of I, I, and I know that it sucks that it's a show about a drug dealer and no, all of that. that. Well, I'm, I'm just, just saying because we could have some positive TV like you know that '70s show, a black version or something like that. Right. We could focus on writing like that, but I mean, it this is based on a real life story yeah so um there's nothing wrong with that it's dope we write about what we know and unfortunately that has been a lot of our experience here in america so nothing wrong with that i'm gonna get to it you know i just for me personally i just been really looking for some happy stuff and i mean murder among mormons i just stumbled on that and i was just like let's see what these white people doing and it actually just ended up being good right so and i was just like oh my god but if you notice everything else, I start watching it because it was happy. So it can make me laugh. But yeah. Okay. I mean, it is on my list. I haven't forgotten Snowfall. So we're going to get into it. But you know what we're going to get into right now? Because I need some of this in my life right now. We're going to get into the sultry sound. And I'm sure you got some funk up in there too. Just a little bit. We'll see. We will see. And let's listen to the wonderful segment. Of music with Trina. With me. There is nothing to fear. Hey, we are back with another week of new music. I'm excited. Let's just get to it because let's just get into it. Okay. This week in R&B, Joyce Rice released her um, album entitled Overgrown and is definitely giving me the R&B vibes. I mean, one of those albums that takes you back to the good music, but it's still current. She has a great um, number of features on her album, including Masiago and Kate Trinata, and her voice is just beautiful. Um, here's one of the favorite tracks of mine, however, and it's called Falling in Love, and it's featuring the dreamy lucky day. Here we go. Better make me waste my time. Don't go blowing up my line. This ain't real, baby, I'm cool. Seen it one too many times. I know how to read the signs. So if you die, I know the truth. Joyce Rice, spelled spelled W-R-I-C-E. Okay. Yeah, she's dope. Uh, The the whole album, though, was really good. I actually, for me, when I can play an album, like when I could just press play and go through, like just, it just plays, even if I'm not like, you know, but it just plays in my background and I'm okay with every single song. It's a good album. Yeah, because that's very rare nowadays. Because you'd be wanting to skip stuff or whatever. Yeah. And I that thing played all the way through. And there were even songs where I was like, oh, let me start that one over. So um, 
Okay. It's a good album. Check it out. No, no, that song is fire. Again, it's called Overgrown. The album's called Overgrown, and it's by Joyce Rice with a W. All right, moving to the next R&B song. DJ D-Nice, Neo, and Kent Jones came out with a saucy little single. And when, when um, I mean, when does Schaefer, oh, okay. like, not do what he's supposed to do when right. he's writing on a song? So, um, if y'all don't know, Schaefer is Neo. That's just... <laughs> I'm ignorant. And I always call him Schaefer. So, you know, From day one. Since, hi, how you doing? Right. Um, so that's one thing that we know about him. Okay. So here is the single and it's called Plans for Love. Check it out. I don't want me that first night. She said that I'd be coming back and she was right. that sound right i genuinely miss that sound yeah that mixture of prince and michael jackson michael, mm-hmm. that, that oh god i mean you know neil's good for that though yes he's good for that he'll and, give and it to you i was gonna tell you in his harmonies because you said his writing but he's really good with male vocals oh yeah i mean he's so good he's good at the entire process i don't just say male vocals i'm sorry because he wrote irreplaceable he, and that was he, amazing he's good at the entire process yes. when you're in the studio that's where yes. he Big sales, yes, like I agree. because I guarantee you, they went into a session and he wrote that right then and there, and did those vocals right then and there. He's that's that's how he works. That is him. So, um, yeah, that's that on that. We are gonna move on to pop and dance this week. Justin Bieber came out with his latest album entitled Justice, and he is staying true to his pop R and B vibes. Love me some Biebs. Um, here's a song off his latest album called Love You Different, featuring Beam. You pull up in a foreign You that New York time, easy Sunday morning Front seat, when we touch, I think we skip a beat Beep, beep, beep It's a movie with you, got me at the edge There's beauty on your lips I try with every kiss, I'm not used to this There's nothing I won't give Don't like making promises, just remember I'm glad he's going back to his roots too. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, love I like it. that one. He does have another single out that um I like too. Um, it's called Peaches, and that one's good too. That's like the the one that everybody's playing on the radio and stuff right now. But I didn't okay. want to play that one. Um, but yeah, that's that's good, Beebs. That's old Justin. Exactly. So I, I love that. That's the original that I liked. Yeah, that that was the one we fell in feeling. love with. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, next in pop, Paloma, well, pop dance, excuse me. Paloma (laughs) Mami just dropped an album. I cannot pronounce the title, so I'm not even going to try it. It's all in Spanish. And even though I can't understand most of, uh, you know, her lyrics, I be dancing, okay? Um, It just makes you feel good like you're on someone's island. But here's a snippet of my favorite song on the album, and it's called For Ya. Oh, I play dumb for ya Beat around bushes like drums for ya All these red lights, I'm a for ya Can't control love when it comes for ya Comes for ya, down for ya All these red lights, I'm a for ya Body and mind, it's all numb for ya Lo doy todo por 
ti, doy todo por ti Sabiendo que tú no lo harías por mí I would give you anything Lo doy todo por ti papi, That voice, that, that voice, right? Yeah She's, she's, she's so playful. She's bad. Mm-hmm. She's bad. I, I wish you would have told me about these songs because we're going to be playing this stuff this week. Okay. While we was out here because there's some grooves. All right. Well, we about to go into hip hop so you know how this is about to go. <laughs> so uh, Moneybag Yo and Feature came out with a little love song and the visuals are super cute for the video. Uh, Moneybag was with his... Um, girlfriend Beyonce whatever they are mm-hmm. Ari Fletcher and they look cute in the little video but here's their new single and it's called Hard for the Next you wanna, It's the Maybach drive itself for me I better not touch the wheel in this car you wanna, It's the life when you love in the start no cap I'm just making it harder for the next that's for you making it harder for the next the trust you making it harder for the next to love you making it harder for the next that please you oh yeah get my attention inspire me and i see through i need to be careful about energy i feed you i did it to honor that was cool yeah. yeah it's a cute little love song mm-hmm. you know i like when rappers sing about their girls i think yeah. it's cute shows another side anyway moving on our girl koi loray Leroy, sorry, um, has came out with another banger, in my opinion, of course. But it's this time it's with rapper Pooh Shiesty. The duo came out with the explicit single, but you know how I like my music sometimes, Carl. Mm-hmm. I like it a little nasty. Also, I like Pooh Shiesty's voice and his face. Okay. Anyway, here's their single, and it's called Big Purr. Yeah, he called me Big Purr. Team maker get wet, play in that cat while I switch gears. You keep on running from these backs, so I pull them tracks out. Yeah, come here. Maybe after we, we ain't gonna talk about leave right there. Tell your bitch that can't come back here. Yeah. He gonna hit from the back on me. Yeah, up in the baby, air. keep that fuck. Put it up in the air. We stacking these hundreds, they coming in layers. Like going outside, I grew up with the players. I seek my beat to slam them down, get it in blood, no one will care. After that mission, park the track, fuck in the back and fix her. Heart. What's up, big daddy? Daddy, tell me what he is. <laughs> 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 Come, me, big yeah. Come make this ah! I love it. <laughs> you you see what I mean about his voice though? Yeah. I do like the way he sounds. Google him and look at his face. I'm gonna have to do that. Alright, we're moving to Trina's tune of the week. Saba is one of my favorite lyricists when it comes to rappers, and I decided to give my tune of the week to him this week. So here is his latest single. And it's called Ziploc. I was in West Oakland, California, when I found out about a piece of me. All this solitude around, I'm starting to see when I'm alone and shit I deem. I come from the part of town I talked about, but talk your outline if you bling. I can't go outside today, that shine of fade and that go along with my peace. All the energies and entities and people that just want shit from me. I can't make this up, the luxuries of being broke as fuck and escaping. Not to sound ungrateful about the blessings, but my best days are all in my pen. I've been working. I like that. I love him. I don't know love who he him. is, but yeah. Saba, S-A-B-A. I really like that. I, mean, I like the groove of the song. All of his songs is kind of groovy like that. I mean, he, he has some where he goes in, but, you know. Anyway, that's okay. it for me this week, but we're going to jump over and let Carl yeah. have a tune this week. So here's Carl going to give y'all a little something. something. So... I was on the road 
And I don't know who this artist is, but, and I don't know how to pronounce her name. I believe it's Andrea. <laughs> it's, it's very unique how you say it. Yeah, I believe it's Andrea, though. I, I do believe it's Andrea Triana. Yeah, let's go with that. But there, it, I'm really big on lyrics. And it was just one of those days where I was just having a moment. And this song came on and just did something to me. And it makes me feel like a superhero. Like, for real. You know, I'm just, just go ahead, let's just play it. Yeah, so the song is entitled yeah. Gold, and this is the Nitchkin remix. Yes. Simple things that me up. What a beautiful world. And I see the love and everything and everyone. When I'm digging so deep, all the time will come. It all feels like gold. That song. I like it. I don't know what I it love is. her voice. It's yes. beautiful. She her voice is the, the business. But just those lyrics with that track and the accent, and you know me in some sense. When I heard them since, I said, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I mean, that was dope. So that's yes. that on that this week for Music with Trina. And thank you, Carl, for your bonus track. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Have a, a little snippet. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> it. So we're going to move on into our next segment because we got a lot more to talk about. And, you know, mm. it's Carl's favorite segment. And it is news and politics. was going to go over so much more and news and politics this week, but I'm going to cut some of them. One of them I'm going to cut is the, the crap on Sidney Powell, who's the old attorney for Donald Trump. Point blank period. She was a liar. She came out this week and because she's being sued for $1.3 billion by Dominion, along with Rudy Giuliani and uh, Fox, they're all changing their tunes now because she, and I will directly quote, say, no reasonable person would believe what I said about the election. So pretty much Republicans who did believe what they were saying, mm. you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Because mm-hmm. that's what she's saying right now. Period. When she's being sued for $1.3 billion that no reasonable person would believe it. But I do want to talk about this because it made me go off on the last show. And I think it's worth noting. This past week, CBS Networks released a statement in regards to the Sharon Osbourne talk confrontation. And it reads as thus. Sharon Osbourne has decided to leave the talk. The events of March 10th broadcast were upsetting to everyone involved, including the audience watching at home. As part of our review, we concluded that Sharon's behavior towards her co-hosts during the March 10th episode did not align with our values for a respectful workplace. We also did not find any evidence that CBS executives orchestrated the discussion or blindsided any of the hosts. At the same time, We acknowledge that the network and studio teams, as well as the showrunners, are accountable for what happened during the broadcast, as it was clear the co-hosts were not properly prepared by the staff for a complex and sensitive discussion 
involving race. Furthermore, they say that before the show returns on April 12th, they will be running workshops and training sessions with the cast and crew on equity, inclusion, and cultural awareness. Now, here's my opinion Hmm. on this statement given by white male executives Mm. on the situation they know nothing about. Mm. Get the f*** out of here. I saw two black women sitting on that stage. Period. That line where it said, our hosts, plural, will not properly prepared by the staff for a complex and sensitive discussion involving race. Here we go again mm-hmm. with these white, and then they're going to be holding like workshops and trainings on for the cast and crew on equity, inclusion, and cultural awareness. I want to know who's holding these because if it's not a black person, shut the hell up. I have like, no, I have, I have no. Comment. That irritated the mess out of me. It, it would have been best for them to just say she's leaving the show and leave it, and at, leave that. it at that. What? 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 Because the person who's the problem is leaving, so why does everybody else need inclusion and equity training? Cheryl Underwood knows what it's like to be black. She knows what it's like to be black in America. She knows what it's like to be looked over for jobs. She don't need to know nothing else about inclusion. Like I said, I like, don't have a comment. This is, it's so foolish to me. Because once again, these white people think that they can tell us how we need to feel. I can't. I'm telling you, like, you know it boils over with me. But why we are on white people let's just go ahead and talk about this mm. we are now five days in mm-hmm. to the trial mm-hmm. of Derek Chauvinaugh. Yeah, and again that's why I said there's enough traumatic stuff happening that I haven't really been able to watch the trial the way I know I should right but that I can't Don Lemon was on and he showed a part of the clip of George Floyd being murdered again and I like I had to skip past it. I yeah. can't I can't watch it anymore. It does something to me mentally mm-hmm. and physically as a black person that I just I think we've I can't just seen it. it on repeat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't realize and when I say see it on repeat, we've seen it happen to George and we've seen Sandra Bland. Sandra and we've it seen Ahmad. Like, exactly. And I could just keep going. We can. And I mean, it's on repeat. And tell them what your mom said. Yeah. My mom, we were talking about that and, and I mentioned it last year, but my mom, her battle she's having right now. And she's like, it's like me being a kid all over again. I'm reliving this stuff all over again from when I was 14. And my mom is 65. Yeah. At one point. At what point? Exactly. Exactly. When do we say it's enough? And when do it really be enough? But it's, but it's really like at what point? And, and like she said, she said, I know that history repeats itself, hmm. but it, there's usually a progression to right. that. But we're in the same spot. It's just a new generation. So things are done different. You know, like. You can't spray me with a f-ing water hose, but, but you can spray me with mace. Exactly. Or you can put your knee on my neck and kill me while yeah. somebody is, is, you know, is recording it. I, I'm, I'm not, not going to chain myself to a fence, but I can't peacefully protest. 
Come on now. At what point? Um, but everybody, but but America. So it it bothered me all the more to hear the nine one one dispatcher and her testimony. Right. When you know the nine one one dispatcher has to say, "Call me a snitch if you have to," but let me know is there something wrong with that camera? Because we're thinking it was eight minutes. And now we find out in the trial that it was actually nine minutes and 23 seconds. Mm-hmm. And it was so bad that the 911 dispatcher who was looking at the camera thought there was something wrong. Thought there was something wrong with the camera. Because there was no movement. Because there was no movement. That they were just sitting on that man for that long. Mm-hmm. The EMT who got into it with the defense attorney and the judge felt the same way where she was told. You don't do anything. You stand back. You know better. They had four minors who had to testify. They had the store clerk who testified and said he wished he wouldn't have even reported the bill because if that bill wouldn't have been reported counterfeit, he might have still been alive. Mm-hmm. The MMA fighter, Donald Williams, that man, you know what? That man. <laughs> handled himself so well. Yes. For those of you who haven't gotten a chance to hear what he said, yeah. let me just go ahead and play it for you really quick. Yeah. You called him a tough guy. I did. You called him a real man. I did. You called him such a man. I did. You called him bogus. <laughs> I did. You called him a bum at least 13 times. That's what you counted in the video? That's what I counted. And that's she got, 13. And that was early on, right? It, it, those terms grew more and more angry. Would you agree with that? They grew more and more pleading for life. All right. After you called him a bum 13 times, you called him a f- That's what you heard? Did you say that? Is that what you heard? I'm asking you, sir. I'm pretty did sure you I say did. that? You heard it. I'm pretty sure you did. You call him a. If that's what you heard, I'm sure that's. I'm what asking I did. you. Did you say that? If that's what the video recorded, that's what I did. You called him a bit. If that's the video you heard from view. It's a yes or no, sir. If that's what was heard in the video, yes, I did. And at one point. You said that Officer Tao pushed you. That's correct. He didn't. He put his hand in my chest. Is what I said. And you observed Officer Tao push someone else, right? Or feel like you he pushed someone else? I didn't let him touch anyone else. Do you recall saying, "I dare you to touch me like that"? I swear, I'll slap the f- of both of you. Yeah, I did. I mean to. So again, sir, it's fair to say that you grew angrier and angrier. No, I grew professional and professional. I stayed in my body. You can't pay me out to be angry. Now, I know, and you heard some cutting out on that, and it was because he was using profane language, the defense attorney was, and quoting, so that's what that was. But that man handled himself so wonderfully. When he called him out and said, no, you're not going to paint me as an angry black man, did my heart proud. The defense on this makes me sick. 
what most people don't know, and I found this out, I think, from watching CNN, is actually, no, it wasn't CNN, it was TYT who actually reported on this, that the defense has a whole police union behind them with a million dollar budget, Mm -hmm. as well as a bunch of other defense attorneys. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is the defense is saying that this man was operating based off of his training. What have we been saying for so many years? That the training is wrong. The whole system is wrong. Right. That the defense attorney can base his whole defense of this murderer on his training. Right. It's sickening. And what's even worse about it is that one of the jurors is now having stress-related issues during the trial. That they had a break earlier in this week. It was supposed to be a five-minute break, but they had to extend it longer because they had to offer her medical attention. She did refuse it, but she's having trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. from this trial. And the part that bothers me all the more is like, it's not just the loss of George Floyd's life. Those four minors are having to relive that stuff. Listen, that baby they, said, they, 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 I sit up at night and, oh, I'm trying not to cry. Yeah. She said, and I apologize to George for not doing more. Yeah. That's a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had another man who got up to testify and he just lost it and was sobbing. Mr. Williams lost it. The EMT lost it. The 911 dispatcher lost it. Yeah. We have to keep seeing these, these things traumatize us over and over and over. And we just have to keep being okay with it. I'm not. And so for those of you who don't understand why I was so pissed off last week, this is the reason why I'm so pissed off. This shit is tiring. Yeah. It's old. Mm-hmm. And I am not knocking what's happening to the Asian community. I'm not. But they've been getting it for two weeks and they're losing their shit. We've been dealing with this shit for hundreds of years since the beginning of this country. Mm. And indigenous people have been dealing with that longer. Mm -hmm. And we just brush over it. It's old. Yeah, because they just had bad days. Don't, God, that enrages me so much. Not to even mention the yeah, stupid just, voter just, laws that they're putting in in Georgia. Yeah, just go on. It, to, just go on. Just go on. Uh, yeah. Just go on. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to, you know, Biden is trying to pass, you know, a $2.1 trillion bill. But even before I go into that, this is the issue that I have. I was watching MSNBC and uh, Ari Morburn, who's one of the reporters that I really, really like. He mentioned something. And I think this is really worth going into. He went into the clash between the boomers and the millennials. Mm -hmm. And he said, the argument is that the younger generation under 60 has to work twice as hard as the generation before. And he goes, one example of that, the average cost of college in 1987 Mm -hmm. was $40,000. Okay. In 1987, I was five. Mm -hmm. The average cost of college in 2016, Mm $103,000. Yeah. We're fighting just to get $15 minimum wage. Do you know that if minimum wage went up along with inflation, everybody would be making $44 an hour. We can't even get 15 for people. Right. And they wonder why we're so pissed off. Let's just, even more than this, the U.S. household debt has increased over $3 trillion in the last three years. And that is being carried by student debt alone. Mm-hmm. 
And they it won't, has surpassed and they credit card debt. And they won't forgive them. And cars loan. And they won't forgive them. That part. The median American right now is 38 years old. That's my age. Mm-hmm. Do you know the median representative in the Congress right now? 60 years old. Literally. All three branches of government are run by people who are seniors. Mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer is 70 years old. <laughs> Biden, President Biden, is 78. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi is 81. Okay. She don't look 81, though. I'm yes, a- she does. Her eyebrows give it away for her. She, I'm, when I say she don't look like, I'm saying she gets around well. Like? She gets around well for an 81-year-old. But think about that. But no, yeah. That's a problem. It, it That's is. That's a problem when you have literally, and I, I didn't know this word, but this is what he said. He says, we are living in a gerontocracy. Mm-hmm. And that is literally defined as a state, a society, or a group governed by old people. Right. Now, I don't have an issue with old people, but I need you to hear me on this. That's not right because they are stuck in their mindset of how things used to be for them and they don't know what the reality is. We don't have representation for people under the age of 60 in our government. Right. Let alone people of color. Right. Don't even have me go into that because that's another issue. We sit here and claim to be the number one democracy and we don't have representation for everybody. Just this past week was transgender. Awareness Day. Mm-hmm. And we still have laws being passed in the country to keep people from living their life the way they want to live their life. Yeah. It's some fuckery and foolishness. And when are we going to do better? So, yeah. I mean, this is a perfect segue into self care. Please. So let's, let's go. just go. We are in our self-care segment, and this is going to be super quick because it literally is what it is. Um, And just to kind of piggyback off of what you say, you know, like what we're fighting for here, it gets us upset. We get in these spaces and we talk about what's happening in the world and work and all of these things and we just get upset. We have to deal with anti-maskers we have to deal with (laughs) oh my god i don't even know and um you know it infuriates us and it gets us to this level of i'm gonna go there right well i saw a quote on um instagram and i it just kind of stuck with me because you know me and carl have been in vegas and like i said anti-maskers like crazy and People not social distancing and wanting to be in your space. And every time me and Carl requested an elevator, if there was an attendant in the elevator, we said we wanted to just be us or we would wait because I'm not getting in the elevator with nobody. I don't know. I don't care. However, I will say that they were respectful. And if we told them, please don't get on with us or we went on our elevator to ourselves. They did. They did honor that. And there was and again, a lot of, you know, everybody is not the same, but um, we had great experiences when it came to that however again like i said you know people don't respect other people's spaces and all kind of stuff like that but the quote says every time i lower my frequency to meet someone on their level i end up paying for it 
That's a lesson I really don't need to learn anymore. Rise up to meet me. That's powerful. I feel like now in this time, we have so many things going on to distract us. And to get us off course and to get us off track and to get us off balance. And we just have to really just come to grips and understand that these are tests along the way. And we should not allow anyone to take us off balance, to take us off course. We had me, Carl, and and my other best friend, Nico, had this conversation this morning because I was real pissed off about a situation. (laughs) And um, Nico kindly reminded me. You've been doing so good so far. Don't let nobody get you to that place. That's true. And I mean, it just is what it is. Like, this is not one of those self-care segments where it's anything other than what I just said. Like, Period. just don't let people take you there. Let, let them come meet you. Let them come up to, to your level. Because when you're on your level and when you're in the space of where you're normally thinking mm-hmm. and you're balanced, um you'll be able to rectify the situation rather than it to go left because it can go left real quick. If you're going down, if you're stooping down, like that's it. So, um, we just gonna leave it at that. You know, we're, we're, we're praying for our country. We're praying for uh, justice in this trial. Right. Uh, we're paying, praying for peace amongst the Asian community. Yes. We're praying for, love amongst the human race please but we're definitely praying for black lives to fucking matter that part not the black lives matter movement but i'm just saying for black lives to matter period okay um so that's that on that period let's go yeah uh we love you guys and we mean it. And with that, we're going to throw in some more love, light, and positivity. Always. Always and forever. Mm-hmm. High five. High five. And social distance from people. And if you guys are going on a trip, <laughs> make sure you just, okay, like, just keep your space. Come on. Because we want Corona gone. And I really want to party this summer. Like, I agree with you. I want to do bald headed whole shit. So, all right. Bye. Bye. See, it did it. It did it. It cut out. And I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. Okay. I'm tired. Good night. I know. You should have told that story about the girl who walked up to you. Who? (laughs) At Area 15, we was like, no, honey. No, Y'all, let me tell you real quick. Let me do this real quick. This ain't gonna take long. Child, we were sitting outside waiting for our Uber, and this drunk girl—I mean, she was intoxicated. They like, she was on the ground before we even got over That's to that true. area, and they had to help her get up off the ground. She started walking towards me and calling me Sheila or some somebody name. I don't know who she is. 
But she started calling me sometimes. <laughs> no mask on, okay? Started walking up towards me, saying whatever. And then I said, what did I say? You said, oh, no, girl. Oh, I, Stop yeah, yeah. Right there. I put my hand up. I was like, oh, no, st- don't come any closer. That's what I said. Don't come any closer. And she was like, but I just wanted to tell y'all how fly your outfit's on. I said, okay, that's okay, but you don't have on a mask. Go away. <laughs> Go away. Go away. Oh my god. So that's what y'all need to do, okay? If somebody <laughs> started walking towards y'all and they ain't got no mask on, put that hand out. That's right. Hold up. Stop. That's the same thing you do with me when they whack ass energy too. Yep, hold up, stop. Put your mask on, ho. That's right. Alright, I'm done. Good night. Alright. Bye y'all.